Reflections from Torch Trust, focusing on Christian faith and sight loss. Hello and a very warm welcome to Reflections, the show from Torch Trust that focuses on faith and disability in today's world. I'm your host, Marilyn Baker, and I'm really looking forward to sharing today's show with you. Now, if you always tune in to Reflections on the radio, you may not know that a shorter version of the show is also available as a weekly podcast. We love being able to reach our listeners in this way too, and it's got us thinking about some other podcasts that we'd like to share. First of all, here's Matthew Horsepool from Torch to tell us a little more about a couple of podcasts that he's involved with. You might not realise this, but podcasts are actually a lot older than we give them credit for. The first podcast was released in 2004. The first podcast that I ever created was started in 2007, when I was just 15 years old, would you believe? And it was a podcast about technology. That podcast sadly doesn't exist anymore. But there were various people in the blind community who remembered me from producing that podcast. And one of them was a friend of mine called Dave Williams, who back in 2017 uh, contacted me and said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could start a podcast about Braille? So Dave and I produced Braillecast, and that is still going strong. You can find it at braillecast.com, B-R-A-I-L-L-E-C-A-S-T. Or you can search for Braillecast wherever you find your podcasts. We've spoken with Humanware and Freedom Scientific and HIMSS about their Braille displays. We've spoken to lawyers and uh, people who use Braille in their day jobs, Braille transcribers, musicians, a whole host of people. And it's a really fascinating thing to be able to produce as well as hopefully to be able to listen to. I joined Torch in 2019 and people started to realise that I was a podcaster. And so when we started to think about Sight Loss Friendly Church and how we could promote Sight Loss Friendly Church, of course, the idea of producing a podcast sprung to mind. We now have insights from Sight Loss Friendly Church and it's produced and presented by myself and Lynn Davis, who is our new Sight Loss Friendly Church advisor. She joined us in January each episode lasts about 10 minutes. Uh, they're published once a week and they answer a question about sight loss in the church. So far, we've covered questions like what is sight loss and how does a person with sight loss follow an order of service? And how does a person with sight loss deal with coffee time? And do people with sight loss want to be healed? And there are many, many more questions in the pipeline. You can find insights from Sight Loss Friendly Church on the Torch Trust website, or again, you can search for it wherever you find your podcasts, whether that's on a smart speaker or on a smartphone or a tablet or indeed on a traditional computer. I really hope you enjoy listening to the podcasts that we have to offer. I do listen to one of those and it's very good. Matthew mentioned the SLFC Insights podcast there. And we also have another one for you. Here's our producer, Grace, to shed some light on another Torch tale. I've been connected with Torch on and off since 2014. And even in that short time, I've seen the amazing depth of passion and care that go into making it a vital living ministry. Torch Tales is our new podcast, allowing me to delve into the personal stories of people who have been part of shaping this ministry. 
People whose belief in the work, in God, and in helping others have brought this place to life. Join me and my co-hosts, James Brookman and Tim Jeffrey, on the last Thursday of every month as we settle in for a good old chat with one of those people. Find Torch Tales on Torch's website on our radio and podcasts page and wherever you get your podcasts. God sent his song They call him Jesus He came to love Heal and forgive He lived and died To bow I know he lives.
was Stephen McWhirter singing Because He Lives. Well, of course, we don't want to hog the limelight. There are plenty of wonderful podcasts out there which are worth a listen. Grace has checked out a few popular ones for us, so here's her podcast review. Thanks, Marilyn. Well, I've been scouring the internet on my mission to find out what Christian podcasts are out there and what they're like. And I've been listening to sample episodes from all of these podcasts, and I've found some very interesting things. So, first up, we've got That Sounds Fun. Now, this is by Christian author and speaker Annie F. Downs, and her goal here is to share some of her favourite things. So, that's new books, faith conversations, food, travel stories, musicians, and plenty more. Um, This is, as the name suggests, a really fun podcast to listen to, but also one that seems to have some really solid faith content. You'll find Annie and her guests chatting about their faith journeys, how that faith shapes them, and also about their failings. That Sounds Fun comes out every Monday and Thursday, and you can get it on Annie's website, anniefdowns.com, but you can also find it on lots of podcast platforms, and it's usually about 45 minutes to an hour long. Next up, I've also been having a listen to the C.S. Lewis podcast. So this is a weekly podcast with Professor Alistair McGrath, which explores C.S. Lewis's thoughts, theology, and teaching. Now, I'm a massive fan of Lewis's Narnia books, and I have found it really interesting to learn more about what shaped him and his faith. He's often described as a major voice in modern Christianity, and this podcast really does dive into that without being full of off-putting jargon. It's still entertaining and understandable. So this one's produced by Premier, and you can find it on their website, premierchristianradio.com, or again on a variety of podcast platforms. Like I say, it's out weekly, and the length varies a bit, but it's often about half an hour long. The next podcast on our list is CXMH. This is a really interesting one. The name stands for Christian Mental Health, and the creators, Robert Vore and Dr. Holly Oxhandler, describe it as a podcast at the intersection of faith and mental health. Their goal is to bring together faith leaders and mental health professionals for honest conversations. I think that mental health is so important, yet often people don't have the resources to find the best help or support for them, so anyone trying to open up a real honest dialogue about this has got to be a good thing. Uh, So this one comes out every Monday, and they tend to be about an hour long. You can find this on Podbean and many other podcast platforms. Just search for CXMH. Next up, we've got Mid-Faith Crisis, which is described by its hosts Nick Page and Joe Davis as challenging, refreshing and thought-provoking. Mid-Faith Crisis explores the big questions of the Christian faith with honesty and humour. Now, this podcast really does sound like two mates sitting down and having a chat together. Um, They touch on some really interesting points, and if you're not sure about Christian podcasts, it could be a good one to ease you in. 
However, I do have to warn you that it may not be for everyone, as it's pretty irreverent at times, but it seems to be in the spirit of honest, open, challenging debate. Uh, this one comes out every Saturday, and it's usually about 40 minutes long. You can find it on their website, midfaithcrisis.org, and lots of other podcast platforms. Last on our list is LOMA, so another one with an acronym title. This time it stands for Land of Milk and Honey, which is a reference to Exodus chapter 3 and refers to God's promised land. Now this podcast is by a Christian family who have a daughter who has what they describe as intellectual and developmental disabilities. The podcast follows their journey, and in their own words, they do not claim to know all the answers for our child or yours, but we promise to share what we're discovering along the way. So they're really keen to kind of just share their journey, share their mishaps, the things they get right, the things they get wrong, and really just create a conversation. So this is available at loma.org, so that's L-O-M-A-H dot org along with other platforms, and it's usually about 50 minutes to an hour long. Finally, it's important for us to just state that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in these podcasts belong solely to the creators and their guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views of Torch Trust, its employees, or other groups or individuals. No one from Torch Trust can be held responsible your use of advice or information contained within any of these podcasts. So, these are just a few of the fascinating Christian podcasts I've discovered on my journey. Uh, there's certainly some that I'll be continuing listening to after all of this exploration, and I think overall what i found is that there are so many great ones out there. Whatever your interests, there will be something for you. So, all that's left to say is happy listening. Thank you, Grace. Well, that does give one some food for thought. Lots to listen to there. We're going to take a short break from our podcast explorations now with the next in our Lent series. This extract is taken from the weekly Torch Together Lent discussion group. For me, it had been easy to trust God when everything was going well. But I was faced with, did I trust God? when everything was taken away, when the, my whole world in some ways had fallen apart. And I've come back to the psalmist, you know, how he starts off, you know, lamenting the pit he's in, lamenting his troubles, and then he reminds himself of God's faithfulness in the past, of how God's people trusted him, even in the dark times. And he remembers who it is that created him, who's kept him safe. And he calls out to God with more confidence. And in the storm of all his anguish, he trusts God again, God, his rock and his deliverer. And there's so much in scripture, isn't there, about trusting God. I wonder what some of your favourite Bible verses are that talk about trusting God. One of mine is Psalm 37. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Do you remember that one? Or how about Proverbs 3? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And so as the years have gone on, I've come actually to be thankful for my thorn in the flesh. God has worked 
through it in so many ways. He's worked to break me, to, as the song goes, to melt me, to mould me, to fill me again, to use me. Um, and slowly, very slowly, I'm getting better when things go wrong at, in the middle of them, trusting him, at learning, leaning not on my understanding, but believing and trusting his promises. And of course, at the beginning of this psalm, we've got those words of Jesus on the cross, haven't we? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that's how we know them, I suppose, isn't it? But of course, he was quoting from this psalm. And as I see those words, it reminds me that as we look towards Easter, we're reminded that Jesus took on that experience of the psalmists and of this experience of all of us who've entered into that place of being crushed, of feeling abandoned, of dying. And so the cross stands as a symbol, not, not just of the suffering of one man, Jesus, but in some ways of the struggles and the despair and the darkness of all of us. But of course, we know, don't we, that the cross too was a work of redemption. It was a work of victory over over death and once jesus reappeared on easter day after his resurrection what did he carry he still carried the marks of his suffering he says to thomas put your fingers in the holes in my hand and your hand into my side and then of course in revelation revelation 5 we hear about the lamb looking as if he had been slain that jesus carries those wounds. And I guess, friends, the same is true for us, isn't it? In this in-between time, the now and the not yet, the kingdom having started but not yet being complete, we've got the hope that all things will be made new, that every tear will be wiped away. But we also live with suffering, with injustice, with times of darkness and despair. And how do we do that? How do we trust the Lord in those times? Well, and part of it is recognising that, yes, we have Good Friday, but we also have Easter Sunday. We also look forward to that resurrection when death will finally be beaten. So let us trust in the Son, in Jesus, who shares our suffering, who bears his wounds willingly for our sake. We trust in the Holy Spirit, whose life-giving breath infuses every moment, every breath, with the certainty that our suffering will be redeemed and transformed. And let's call out to God in our darkness to trust in his eternal and loving response to praise him once again.
Darina Kachanzi. To hear all of the Lent discussions from Torch, just search YouTube for Torch Trust on video. Episodes will be added weekly. Before we go, we have time to share just one more podcast with you, and that's mine. I create a weekly podcast called Hope for the Heart, and you can find it on Podbean. I'd like to share a snippet with you now. I want to tell you an inspiring story about a lady called Harriet Tubman. But first, listen to these wonderful verses that we all know well. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good and not to do you harm. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, Harriet Tubman was an African-American, and she was born in 1820. 
a slave. And she couldn't read or write, but her mother, who loved God very much, filled her daughter's heart with Bible stories, teaching her the sayings of Jesus, and filling her with the inspirational knowledge of those heroes of faith that we know made such a difference. Well, as she grew up, she began to realise that she needed to seek God's plans for her life, and part of that would mean becoming free from slavery, which she managed in a remarkable escape effort in 1849, moving to Pennsylvania and changing her name to what we know now. But what would her role in life be? Where could she have the most influence? She knew her faith needed to be seen through her works. Historian Catherine Clinton wrote about her. She'd been helped along the way by the Underground Railroad. Not content to leave her extended family in slavery, Harriet became a conductor on the railroad, rescuing many of her family and hundreds of others and escorting them to freedom. She was given the code name Moses. She became a very active supporter for the abolition of slavery, and slave owners were so troubled and infuriated by her work, they offered a $40,000 reward, a huge amount in those days, for her capture or death. A station master in the Underground Railroad, Mr. Garrett, said of Harriet, I never met any person of any colour who had more confidence in the voice of God spoken direct to her soul. Harriet could elude patrols and pursuers with as much ease and unconcern as an eagle would soar through the heavens. She had faith in God always asking him what to do and to direct her, which she said he always did. She would talk about consulting with God or asking of him, just as one might consult a friend upon matters of business. And she said he never deceived her. She said to God, I don't know where to go or what to do, but I expect you to lead me. And he always did. Well, what an inspiring lady. No, she wasn't able to read or write, yet so trusting in God and allowing him to use her as a wonderful channel. What can God do through you? We were born to make a difference. You may not feel you can do anything so big or public, but you can bring God's love to everywhere you go and to the people you meet. Allow him to lead you today to be an atmosphere changer. Let's pray. Help us, Lord, to be willing and ready to trust you, because we want you to direct us like Harriet, giving us childlike hearts so that we can receive all you want to give us. Lord, we want to make a difference. We want to be in tune with you. Fill us today with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, now here's a song called All My Life from my latest album, Joy of My Heart.
that work or play in every way will you use me Lord each moment I live is a gift from him a chance to To hear more, just go to marilynbaker.podbean.com or you can tell Google, play Marilyn Baker Hope for the Heart podcast. I think that'll work as well. That's all we have time for today. But remember, if you'd like more information on anything you've heard on the show or to leave a comment, question or suggestion, just get in touch by calling 01858 438260 or emailing info at torchtrust.org. Until next week, from me, Marilyn, and everyone on the Reflections team, goodbye and God bless. You've been listening to Reflections from Torch Trust.